You know when you are on top of a hill? Okay. And you sort of do that circle thing down the hill? Uh-huh. It's called falling. No, no, no. When you're... What, you're rolling down the well, hill? Yeah, all right. The first part, right? What's the opposite of out? In. In. All right, okay. Okay, well, I'm Okay, not, right. So not sure where this is going, right? No, no, because, no, 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 no. Right. Yeah. No, bear with me. What's another word for chuck? You throw a ball. Sorry? You throw. Right, good okay. cast. Right, take those three words, right. put it all together, what you got? I have no idea, because you goddamn lost me from the first time you started. So, throw, throw and chuck is truck. No, no, you're right. So you got throw, yeah? <laughs> so what was the first word I gave you? Roll. Second word. Chuck. No. Throw. Cast. No, it was the opposite of out. In. What? Roll intro. There you go. Seriously? Oh my god. Okay, that was okay for all the people listen, I'm sorry. I, I do apologize to y'all because that was just crazy. Hang on. Intro. Off to a good that was hard work. That was hard work. Was really Dude, hard I was work. not ready for that. It was too much. <laughs> Honestly, you got to give me a heads up. I, I spent all week planning that. Did you? I thought, oh, right, okay. Maybe I, you should have let I've us into it. All works out and they're going to get it straight away. Yeah. And then it'd be all fun. And Did, have just, you seen me? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, have maybe you, you should have told to us to let us in because that just went right over my head, first of all. You know it's a Sunday. Right, we should let, let everyone know that we have a, a guest. Oh, first of all, welcome to the Not Missy Elliot Yeah, show. there you go. Let's start again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes, welcome to the show. Today we have a our first guest, actually. We do have our first we guest. We have our first talking guest along with us. I think I need to um, warn him, first of all, um, about us too and um, how we can level get a little bit. I think he knows. Uh, yeah, I think he does, right? I don't think we need to. Yeah, People will not know because we talk about him in nearly every podcast. <laughs> you guys. True, yeah. true. We have talked about him in every podcast, but he is responsible for our intro. Yes. Yeah, even though I tried to make it really creative coming into it, but never mind. Anyway, so he's responsible for that. So the creator of our intro and outro mm -hmm. is the one and fabulous only, Mr. Jordan Brown. Hello! Hey. Welcome, welcome. Golf applause. <laughs> so thank you for coming. Pleasure. We we're going to start having invite people on and so Jordan would be brilliant to be our first guest to come on and then we can talk about a little bit about you know how he came up with the intro and how it all came to be because yeah. I'm sure by now it's a classic oh yeah oh yeah I like it and I think to be honest with you some of the, uh, the people who have been listening to the show the feedback they're getting or the feedback they're giving me is they're like oh my god that sounds just like you that beat and I'm like what makes you think it's just the thing that you would love me see I'm like oh, okay I said, the guy who came up with it just had it. He just thought about it. Because I remember when we spoke to you about this, um, we didn't give you anything to work from. That's very true. You know, so you literally I just got you by. No, I disagree with that. I think we gave you quite a lot. I mean... What? What we, did you give him? Well, I told him that we wanted a hip-hop sort of... Right. Missy Elliott sort of vibe. You know, I gave him clues. Oh, I didn't give him that. Yeah. Okay. But that's because we talked. <laughs> yeah, but still, I think... I, and then, but you, you did, know, but I, I did something yeah, and then exactly. I got feedback from you guys. Yes. And, and then it came up with the intro. Okay. We're very happy with it. And we yeah, think I'm it's, very happy it's with it. It's very good for what, we're, what we want. I think the, the, the start of it, the beat itself was catchy. And I like the baseline in it. And I think when he sent me the um, the final edit bit, I was like, oh, there's something missing. And I had it. I think I got you going around in circles because I was like, we need a little bit more on this. But it, the overall thing for me was just amazing. And it took. It doesn't take a lot. To, well, it does take a lot to impress me actually, because I'm very fussy. But I think. Well, I think I'm fussy. You think I'm fussy? Oh, 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 sorry. Did you want uh, an expression you see, this from is me? The, actually, I'm I did. This is this what is I'm talking about right face. here. Oh my gosh! So for me, it was really good. So how do you come around to thinking of something like that, or even how do you put stuff like that in practice and get a beat together for somebody who asks for well, it? Well, I use different kinds of software uh -huh. that allow me to take sounds and sequence them. This right. sequences, and um, depending on the kind of music that I make, I might use 
um, this uh, program or the other program. In that case, I have used a platform called Machine, okay, um, which is a hardware uh, piece of machinery with parts that you can use as drums. Right. And um, it's, it's very nifty. It's very cool. And also what you can do with that, you can program it in such a way that uh, you can also trigger uh, musical phrases in a... You know, very much like the hip-hop guys used to do in the 80s and the right, 90s okay. with NBCs and stuff. I should point out for our listeners that Jordan is miming every action. <laughs> I of, know, right? Of his, uh, <laughs> of his explanation as he's doing it. Yeah. Which the audience can't <laughs> Can see. Can see. <laughs> but I, I thought, you know, I'd, I'd, do you know what? When he does it, I'm going to I'll do the audio. <laughs> I'll do the audio. I'll do the visual audio. Close bit. captioning. Yeah. <laughs> Frank, frantic yeah. gesturing. <laughs> Jordan opens his hands like jazz hands. <laughs> okay, so, so you're speaking to somebody who has no narrative or any understanding of how the musical instruments are and what producers do. I so, think, first of all, maybe we should let the audience know who Jordan is. I thought you already had that covered. No, we haven't. We okay, just so do you want to go back yeah. now? Because see, well, you just interrupted me mid-flowed questions when I know, I'm asking I know, lots of stuff. And I didn't want so you now, to, you see, I'm going to forget. No, so, that's seriously. Fine. You, you have questions Exactly. Galore, so we don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah. But I thought it would be nice that, you know, we've introduced Jordan, but we haven't said who he is, other than okay. that he created the intro. Okay. So Jordan is a musician. Right. Okay, go. <laughs> Now I forgot what I was going to ask again. Okay, all right, okay. And he's a producer. He's a very, you know, he's a... I think I will flick this over to Jordan. Jordan, tell us who you are and what you do. Well, my... I've I've struggled with it a long time because um, (laughs) I've... um, If it makes music, I can deal with it. Right, okay. (laughs) And uh, my Twitter blurb is I make all sorts of music all the time. Fabulous. (laughs) That's pretty much it. You know, sometimes short and sweet is always good because it gives us more in-depth to who the person is, which is amazing. So now that we've got that introduction... Can you say that again, please? No. Um, because that's that guy short and sweet? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what? Listen, you can't... I'm just okay, saying. I'm just saying. Short for that. and sweet. Short and sweet. That's what I said. Anyway, let's go back to the question that I had. Well, it's still burning in my hand and I did not yeah. forget it. You're speaking to somebody who doesn't understand the whole jargon of music and you just explain... Um, that you use a platform called Machine, I think it is, yep. to do the intro or when you created something for yes. us. So probably just give me a quick synopsis then of what all that means in terms of, remember, I'm not a producer. I have no idea about music. I'm st- probably some of my listeners probably won't. Um, okay, super quick version. Some Somewhere mid-90s, people moved uh, from recording to tape to recording to computers with Pro Tools. Yes. Pro Tools was pretty much a uh, recording machine. And then people discovered that you could make music with that by using it as a tool. So they moved away from using live musicians and started incorporating Ah. virtual instruments and stuff. And uh, it's pretty much the sound of modern music. Right. Um, Also, in the mid-80s, you had um, the rappers and the MCs that would sample. Mm -hmm. So they would get like an old record. Yes. Missy Elliott. (laughs) They would get an old record and uh, put it in a machine and then they would make that machine repeat the phrase as a loop right and they would use that as a backdrop for rapping and flowing um and um the process of, that i used to to make the, the theme tune for for the show is a hybrid of all of these things okay oh okay see now i'm educated see this is the thing i, I like to get that you being like a missy Elliott, okay so you see there we go because know, i know where you're going with this i'm gonna stop you right uh, here no 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 you no, would no. know this stuff you see this is the issue i have with him right he believes that i'm a con artist because i am supposedly i am not missy Elliott because by choice but because of the whole synopsis of how we got there now i've tried to explain to him I am not Missy because I don't live her life. So certain things that. that they do, I wouldn't know or even understand. What we found out in the last couple of podcasts, <laughs> there's a couple of blokes that she tricked <laughs> into thinking that they were having some sexy time with Missy Elliott. Oh that's, my God, seriously, gonna... are you actually going to put I'm that I'm afraid I've heard of that. <laughs> yeah, did he don't believe everything you hear. This is in his dreams and his fantasies, I'm sure. He has these things, but no. It's a very interesting okay. dynamic you got here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why I wanted Jordan to come on. 
Okay. Yeah, I can, because I, I think we're going to go straight into it, even though I thought the way you brought him in, the way you brought up the music, and you sat there and asked some question, I thought that was fantastic. Thank you. Short and sweet. <laughs> so what I wanted was to... So Jordan, what fascinating... Now, Jordan's been on my show, so he's been on my radio right, show, okay. so that's how we met. So he was a guest on my show, and he was absolutely fantastic. And then it just so happens we clicked, and... We met up with him. We got him involved in the expressions yeah. and all sorts. And now Jordan is very much part of our lives. So sorry about that, Jordan. <laughs> you're not getting. Yeah, you're stuck us. with us now. It seems. Yeah. Oh dear. But I, I, I follow him on Twitter and Instagram. I follow him on all his social media. And then he said something on Twitter. He put a photo up. Okay. And it was a photo of him and some bikers, or no, no, there was just a guy that I got to know. Yeah, but you the... de- there was a little bio that you put with it, which that is I very thought, much oh, this sounds really interesting. Okay, and that's why, and it's I'm... got nothing to do with music. It's got nothing now to do I'm with music, intrigued. but it sounded like, oh, this sounds like an adventure that I really want to. Okay. About. So, so I, I haven't told anything. I haven't given anything away. Okay. So all the audience are like, what are you talking about, Russ? Hang on, I'm building up the story. Uh-huh. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. Yes. How did you start? How did this adventure start? Mm, that is a very interesting question. Thanks for asking. Um, Some people will say I'm a professional. Yeah, there's a thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it was the year 2000. And uh, before being a musician... Um, actually, back then I was still in my in my hometown in Italy. Okay. Because my because my heritage is town. Yeah. And um, my dad, my uncle, my cousins on that side of the family, they're all photographers. Oh wow! Okay. Yes. And my mom's side, they all had headdresses, but <laughs> I <don't laughs> um, so uh, you had a choice of really which way you wanted to yeah, go. Yeah, I mean the wedding scene was all, <laughs> uh, it was all the rage. Um, anyway, yes. What happened is that um, I helped my dad. You know, at, at at work. So he would. He's he, he's a he's a commercial photographer. You know, he, he makes. Yeah. You know, he, he takes pictures for I don't know, um, chocolate factories and um, right. You know, the, the clothes um, uh, firms and stuff. Okay. He had a friend who was a a biker. Okay. Yeah. Yes, motorbikes. Okay. I gotta tell you, look, I love those guys to bits, but you don't want to be stuck for an evening with those guys because. Because all you hear them talk about is like uh, uh, engine bits and oh, right. coefficients of um, whatever, mm-hmm. um, which is riveting for them. But uh, if you don't know what they're talking about, it's just super boring. Anyway. Um, short and sweet. Short and sweet. Um, <laughs> yes. So what, what happened is that this guy said, look, we're going to test this new uh, bikes and we're going it, to, it's going to be a, a group of three people. They're going to flow to Tashkent City in Uzbekistan, and then they're going to travel back uh, on their bikes. Right. So um, I'm getting the idea then. So I'm guessing you need to explain where these places are. Oh, they, they, yeah. All, all, all the USSR. It's, it's in near Russia. Pakistan. Yes, yeah. Russia. Oh, so hold on, hold on, hold on now, because you see, I got to work with the fact that this is new. So you are talking about an adventure. Correct. On a bike. Well, in a car. It was it was a, a terrible car, car though. It was it was a Across small car. Russia, the Federation. and Iran and Syria and Turkey and Greece. Okay, so basically all the dangerous places that you're not supposed to go. Well, we didn't go to Iraq, but it was it was. So you y'all just. Be I, 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 we shouldn't point out this was pre before the war. Of Correct. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it was pretty unsafe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. we didn't it go to still, Iraq. Yeah. It, was it very still unsafe. wasn't your you know first choice holiday destination. Yeah. But. It's not as bad as it is now at the time. However, the story okay. complete. Yes. So uh, the long story short is that I was um, the guy who hold the camera and right. take pictures and, and take and shoot a movie and all the stuff. So we flew there and um, it was uh, late November when mm-hmm. we went there, which is uh, a key uh, thing in, in, um, in, in, in the story because in the Muslim world at that point it was Ramadan. Yes. Um, so we fly to Tashkent City, which is the capital of Uzbekistan. And um, we had to stay there for 14 days because somewhere... I mean, we flew there, but motorbikes went there by, by boat. It was by train. Right, okay. And somewhere in Russia, someone opened the container with the, with the bikes and stole all the <gasps> stuff. So all the guys didn't have, like, all the technical clothing oh my and God. stuff wasn't there anymore. 
So we had to wait for them. Another shipment to come in. Yeah, they had to ask for them. And, you know, you start... Basically, I lived there for 14 days. And I got to tell you, it's a, it's a completely different way of life. And um, it's... Uh, it's. Would you say... Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to throw it out there. Yeah. Okay. Go and on. I love Russia. I think Russia is a lovely place. I've done a few competitions out there. It's a very lovely place. Would you say that very likely the custom officers who check your stuff might have been the ones who checked out your stuff? No, because that's not how they make money. They make money by asking for handouts and saying that if you don't comply, they're going to hold you there indefinitely. Okay, which so is they what do they did all the time. Right. Yeah. And if you don't comply, they're also going to plant drugs um, okay. on, your, on your leg. So that sounds very much like a third world country because in Jamaica, in Lagos, in Africa, that whole thing is the same. If you don't palm somebody's hand, you find that you're in far more trouble with the law than is necessary. Yeah, and they say, so, they say if, if they're going to ask anywhere you go, if they're going to ask for your, for your papers, don't give it to them. No. Because they will, they will um, ask for money to, to give them back to you. Yeah. That's why whenever I travel, especially when I travel to certain countries like that, I have a copy of my passport. I never take my full passport. That is very smart. Um, I photocopy my passport and I take a copy with me. My passport is somewhere either in a hotel safe or back home, whatever the case may be. But never, ever travel with that it's, it's very true okay so if it wasn't the custom people that took your items i still think it was <laughs> i'm sure you do <laughs> if it wasn't them so that somebody just opened up yeah probably wow. i mean yes that that's things that happen all the time because there's i suppose there's so much and, and the thing is the um, the company the shipping company knew because they right. kept on they kept on saying, oh, we have a technical issue with the thing. We cannot give it to you just mm -hmm. now. Come back tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. And in the end, you know, you cannot call the police because you're not local yeah. in any way, you know. So everybody um, got So what, what can you call the police? Sorry, I didn't understand that bit. Well, I, it, I, I hope I'm not, I'm not making a sweeping generalization here. But uh, my experience of the people I have met is yeah. that you as a Westerner, you're, you're like yeah. a huge walking dollar sign. Yeah. You? Oh, right, okay. Yeah, right. you are. And uh, you have to, I think, one thing that I did not understand back then uh, is that um, uh, bureaucracy is basic. there is um, a way for them to ask for money, which mm -hmm. is not official, but mm -hmm. uh, they kind of like, well, we need to find that paper there. We need some help finding it. I'm doing air quotes, by the way. Yeah, I'll, I'll I was just going to say that. I need to, to do look the at audio video <laughs> So you got all Jordan of that. Yep. fingers the air. <laughs> wow, that, really that sounds, sounds wrong. Really what? That's that, no, 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 no. You see, you got to go with the normal stuff. Air quotes. Jordan was doing air quotes. Air quotes. The word "finger in the air" or "fingers the air." Can I just apologize to the the, the listeners? That sounds wrong. That you is have, very. You two have got dirty minds. I was totally innocent on that. No, you weren't. I was very, very no, innocent. Weren't. See, they're not in the they're not in the studio with us. We are seeing what they're not seeing. So we can say, right. Okay, so yeah, no, I told Put your trousers back on. <laughs> so okay, so I totally get that part because I think in certain parts of the world you're right. The minute you're a Westerner, and I've experienced that's my tongue and can honestly agree, you are a walking dollar sign and people will look to make money from you, whether it's through um, bribing, through kidnapping. The simplest thing that we take for granted is something that happens over there. So, you were I mean, stuck... I, I, I've been all over you. I've got to say, I'm pretty lucky because, like, look at me, I'm hot. Wow. And okay. nobody's ever... We have this ever... conversation all the time. Well, he's hot, to be fair. Yeah. No, I am. Yeah. I, you know, I, 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 I deny it. Oh. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I think... Oh. I, I, well, listening to your stories, and when I listen, I, I mean, I've got stories of well, my adventures around Europe, but I've never had any of Something those like that. Uh, um, problems or anything like that. I've had others, interesting ones, but not like that. I think it all depends on yeah. um, the country you go to and that frame of mind of the person you meet. Because if they're having a bad day and they need extra cash, Jamaicans are worse. Because, and I hate to say this, and I'm sure if you're Jamaicans listening to this, they will come at me with whatever they have. When you go to Jamaica and you're driving along a lane and if you... Pineapples. Have, well, not even pineapples. Why pineapples? Why, why, why pineapples? Jamaica, pineapples. Okay. Yeah. Pineapples, the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of Jamaica? 
Yeah. Wow. What? Patties? Thank you. Bananas. Right. Okay, see, because pineapples... How did you get bananas out of patties? No, this... I mean, (laughs) other things you think of when you think of Jamaica. Jamaican patty, yes. Okay. Bananas, yes. Right? Bananas, yes. Not pineapples? I wouldn't have thought of pineapples first. So, you see... I have a unique brain. Oh, my God. See, this is why I, I, I deal with him. This is the thing. As I was saying... Yes, sorry. Okay. Um... In Jamaica especially, if it becomes towards the end of the month when the police officer needs a little bit of funding, they will stop you if you're driving. And the minute you know that they're stopping you, it's nothing for a road traffic um, incident or you need um, your light is out or anything. It's literally they need pocket money. So when they ask you for your license, the first rule, if you know you're not doing anything wrong, just have a couple... Um, dollars in your pocket when they ask you for your driving license just hand that to them because a lot of it is just pocket money they just need money to get them through to the payday which may be three or four days later but my dad if he was listening to this um, I know he's not because he doesn't know <laughs> but if my dad was listening to this he'd be fuming my dad was a police officer indeed mm-hmm. uh, But you don't expect all of them to do that. No. Fuming if he heard that. Yeah, but as anything, let's just be clear. We live in a reality where there are good people and there are bad people. No matter how hard we try, we will try to find the best in everybody. But Mm. there will be one person or one percent that spoils it. So your dad may have been and probably is and was. A, a member of society that just took his job seriously and did the right thing. Yep, but then you'll did. have the young up-and-coming little... Well, I hope so. <laughs> of course he did. Look at you. Yeah. Brought yeah. you, right? Yeah. And you're just the same. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I agree with you um, in terms of that bureaucracy. But you were there for 14 days. So, what did you do with yourself for 14 days? I would just... Uh... Saw the sights, really. <laughs> well, half of the day was spent. Do you, do you know, when you started smirking, I just thought, maybe you don't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> there are many shady things that you can do. Uh-huh. In but okay. uh, I, I did not partake, because yeah. I'm not that kind of, That's not my, my jam. Yeah. But, um, uh, it, I mean, half every day... Was spent, half of the day was spent just tracking right. a way to, to get into those containers. Yeah. Wow. And then we managed to do that in six days, if I remember correctly. Okay. But then we couldn't leave because it was, I mean, in the desert, when it's cold, it's like minus 20. Yeah. You have to have, you know, the, the technical uh, clothes and stuff. So they had to go back and ask for... Wow. For you know, for a new shipment of that, you know, the, the helmets and all the stuff. Did, did the company pay for it, or did you have to pay for it? All? I have no idea. I was um, I was not um, oh, right. paying for it. Right. I was, um, okay. I was in. Oh my! That's fascinating. I mean, that is an adventure on its own. I mean, it's. I can't even imagine. Okay, I can't imagine. But Russia is not somewhere that I put on my bucket list of places to go. Russia is lovely. Really? Yeah. It is. It is lovely. Okay. It is absolutely lovely. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it, it, it's complicated. It's complex for us because, especially with with the with the law, yeah. because they used to be a totalitarian power, and in many ways they still are. But um, in those, you know, all the stands the, the Uzbekistan, Turkmenistan, those are, if I understood correctly, the history. Mm-hmm. Those were uh, regions that were um, made artificially by Stalin. Right. Because those were all where all the um, fighters and the, and the gypsies were the, the, the right, all okay. tribes of gypsy fighters that would would be really hard to submit. So they they gave them different languages and different ways of writing stuff and different words so that they could not right okay they could not join forces. Okay, hmm. interesting. I might put it on my list at some point, but I'm not sure if it's now is the right climate. No, it's for me not. to be visiting Russia. It's no, yeah, I think you should wait until the pandemic is all over, it's, and then you can. Oh, well, definitely not Uzbekistan, now. but um, <laughs> he's the thing though. Uzbekistan is the um, is where Samarkand is. All oh, right, okay. and we went to see Samarkand, and it was just um, and Bukhara as well, and it's just the most beautiful place you'll ever see in your entire life. Okay, it's, um, so when all this craziness is over, then I think I might put that on my list. This is what I was saying to you. you know, places that you would never think of going is places you should go. And, and let, let me, let me, <laughs> let me. Sorry, let me fast forward for a sec because at some point, uh-huh. which is uh, where the picture comes from, we go to Iran as well, and Iran is just, it's just beautiful. Oh mm-hmm. my God, it's beautiful. 
and um, in Iran. Um, then we moved on to Syria, and in Syria we went to Palmyra and Aleppo, which sadly are no more because of yes. the Taliban. And um, that fills my heart with with despair and sadness because those places were just so beautiful and full of life. Mm. And uh, I've I've walked into in 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 Aleppo. You know, you you go out of the um, you know, it was like a, an old Indiana Jones movie. You know, you get out and the streets are bustling with noise and people mm -hmm. and the smell of the spices and musicians and dancers and and all the coolest stuff that you've ever seen in your entire life. And there's nothing left of that. Nothing. Wow. It, it blows my mind. So that was like 20 years ago. It was. And what's, what's really sad for me is that when you talk of places like that, when I, one of the things that I really enjoyed when I was traveling around Europe or when I was doing jobs or whatever reason I was around Europe was that the culture difference mm -hmm. between what you were used to and, and what you're presented with when right. you eat those yeah. countries, in those countries. And now, especially now they're rebuilding and they're re-sorting themselves out, they're now sort of following Western examples. So and, they've, and they've lost their traditionalism. And it's starting to lose that. I remember when I went to Lithuania, I went to Lithuania just before, mm -hmm. just after they became independent from the Russians. Right. Uh, and I went to that country and it was just, like you said, beautiful, so different. Right. And then I went a couple of years afterwards and it was like Starbucks and McDonald's and it was just like, no, that's not what I want to see when you go so, to visit. But I understand why. Yeah. You know. Because that's my question really is, it are we becoming... A world or nation, well, a world more where we're losing our traditionalism, and we've been taken over with the Westerners. I don't think we're, we're, we're losing. In a fairness, I don't think they're losing because I think once you when you go into certain pockets, uh -huh. th uh, that's when the tourist areas that will be very Westernized because they want your money. But mm. once you start venturing out of those. That's like that's when you start seeing the tradition. It's like when you go to France. If you want to see the Western part of it, go to Paris. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to start seeing France, go outside France. You know, and I'm, I yeah, think it's, uh, it's, it's uh, uh, yeah, not outside France, outside okay. Paris, yeah, and, yeah. you know, and the hustle and bustles, and then you start seeing what France is really about. And it's the same with any countries. There's a pocket where it's very, very Westernized. If you want to see that traditional element, then you venture away. But then. As you said, and, and I also suppose it's got something yeah. to do with um, conservatism and uh, you know being progressive, where you have the youngsters who mm -hmm. want to be yeah. on top of it, yeah. and then yeah. the old people look. Some of them look back at being in Russia, as in you know in the USSR, yeah. and go, oh, you know that was the that was the, the good stuff. <laughs> now, as much as I enjoyed this chat about cultural difference and uh, and the influence of westernization and the demise of traditionalism okay very very fascinating can we get back to the story yes of where you just <laughs> lost all your stuff yes 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 have sorry we got time then, yeah, <laughs> then, then, in, then in the end the stuff the stuff uh, we, we managed to get some stuff i have right. great stories about that too um, but um, then we started uh, traveling, and it's it's an interesting way way of traveling because you for hours you're in a, on a, on a long stretch of road, nothing happens, there's nothing there, um, no cars, no nothing. It's wow. really simple to lose contact with the others because back then we didn't have cell phones oh, and stuff. Like, yeah. Um, and um, what, what, what year was this? What year? Two thousand. Two thousand. Right. Yeah. You didn't um, have cell phones until... Well, it's not like now that you have an iPhone for every room in your house. You know, right. It was still pretty much... <laughs> it's still pretty much kind of like, you know, new technology. Right. And okay. probably there wasn't like... One of the guys, he had... Um, um, how do you call it? Um, a um, satellite cellular. Oh, right. But okay. that was pretty much it. One of the things that you'd bring on a boat. Right, okay. Um, so what happens during the trip is that uh, I um, the car was a very old French car. You'd think, oh, we're gonna do like we're gonna have us kind of like a Land Rover or something. That's uh -huh. gonna be cool. They gave me this thing that was a, a an old French car um, that had you know one of those that you use to to deliver breadsticks or something. Wow. Uh, yes, it was something else. Wow. And the car broke down. <gasps> yeah, the 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 the, the gasket. 
um, of the of the of the engine during during imagine yeah because yeah. there's a lot of stress with all those roads and yes yeah and um, it just it just uh, went super hot and the engine just started leaking and to the point where the car wouldn't work anymore but we managed to get it at some point to a um, to 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 another town and I have to say again everyone who's the spin doctor or an opinionist will tell you that um, uh, you know the Muslim places are weird because uh, mm -hmm. uh, it's full of crazy lunatic lunatic you know the fanatics fanatics and stuff. Mm -hmm. And my experience is that it's absolutely not the case. People are nice everywhere. Yeah, you get a couple of weirdos. That's fair enough. But hello. I do absolutely. <laughs> you don't have to go to. A you guys speak for yourself, yeah. right? No, I'm just saying. No, no, no. You can't speak for me. I'm no. not crazy. Hang on a minute. You live your life crazy. as a Missy Elliott no, lookalike. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't live my life as a Missy Elliott lookalike. I am assumed to be a lookalike because of the physical appearance. Very different. And um, and you try so hard to <laughs> keep away from that. That's the brand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. That whole point, so your experience um, was completely different from what most people will say. Absolutely. Okay. So how did you get out of the car being sick? So first of all, are you in the middle of a, di a Basically, yeah. Basically, yes. But um, a wow. guy, if I remember correctly, because it was, it was a while ago, a guy in a lorry stopped, oh asked if we had issues, went to the next town and said, there's people behind us. Who, you know, oh, that is, so, that is so good. It's just that shit for me and all that is good. Everywhere. I think what the problem is, is that a lot of people believe all the conservative papers who, who build up and tell you how yeah. horrible these countries are. And, you know, we're all humans at the end of it. We all know what right is wrong. Mm. We all have values. And a lot of um, countries in Europe are just wonderful people who are polite, respectful. They have their yeah. ways that might be different from yours, but they still treat each other, you know, as decent human beings as they want to. So, okay. And also, let's know. not forget that a lot of those areas are rural, like really rural. If you go to, if you go to Iran, Tehran is like New York, but you just get out of town yeah. and it's, it's literally the sticks. You know what I mean? Wow. It's, it's, so, like, it's, there's no supermarket on the on the corner. Well, the corner no, store. not really. Yeah, not right. really. Yeah, the that street would corner. Be your first. That, of course, because if I okay, can I just point out? And I I, I put this down to um, my westernization. I need to know I can either get to a store within twenty minutes or so to get something that I need. If I don't have that option, just kill a donkey. I don't like to kill donkeys. And I don't like to kill chicken. I which like, actually, uh, you know, the, the way that you said that, like, I don't like to kill donkeys, actually can be Stop. interpreted that you Stop killed it. a lot of donkeys. No, absolutely <laughs> I mean, not. I, I oh said it God. as a, you know, as no. a, but you've said it like you've killed a lot of donkeys. I haven't killed any donkeys <laughs> at all. Stop it. How do you know you don't like it then? Why would I do that, though? Why, why would I go and kill an animal that I can't eat? Anyway, back well, to the story. Well, with attitude, sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, so, so one of the things that was interesting is when you got held up. So let's oh, yeah. well, oh my God, you got held up? In Turkey, Okay, yes. speak, speak. Absolutely, share okay, this, this story. So this was after I met uh, Davud in, in, the, in, in um, Sharut, which is this place in Iran. But yeah, we, we, went into, we went to Syria and then we went into Turkey and in Turkey, we actually came in from the side that's also called as uh, Kurdistan. Uh -huh. And yes. um, that was very, very interesting because um, you get in touch with... When you see... Sorry, let me rephrase that. When you see stuff on, on, the, on the news, then you have a kind of a, a, first, a second-hand experience of something. Mm -hmm. And um, back then, it was on the... On the uh, on the, the on the on the tail of all the issues with Kurdistan and the fact that they saw yeah. savages and and um, according to the, the news um, and also as an Italian um, the, the Italian government actually they gave asylum to um, Ocalan who was the who right. was the, the head of the PPK which was the the Communist Party that, okay you know, that they were terrorists basically. Um, so when we went into Kurdistan, 
everybody was super psyched to have us because we're the guys who saved the who yeah. saved the dude. Um, but here's what I've learned about Kurdistan, which was not exactly on my on my radar at all. Kurdistan, I mean the 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 shepherds and the and the, yeah. and the plowmen and the, and the and the farmers in Kurdistan, they are standing on the biggest amount of um, platinum, oil, yeah. diamonds, gold, all the stuff that everybody wants mm-hmm. in, the, in the in the first world. And so, uh, incredibly, the five nations that definitely spend time just fighting each other, so Iran, Iraq, Syria, Turkey, and uh, I can't remember the other way. So basically, there's, a, there's, a, there's an occupation force there, mm-hmm. it's military police, mm-hmm. and um, they make sure that these people don't access the resources. Right, okay. So it's quite, it's more interesting, it's more... Complex as a situation that, or oh, it's just a bunch of soldiers. Just so they police to... it very, very strongly. Oh, absolutely. I remember going into going into um, Turkey on that side, and if you come from that side, you have to rise up to two thousand meters because uh-huh. there's a pass, and then go down on the other side. And I remember driving the car, and uh, it was just a bunch of uh, uh, bends. And so the first bend there was a bunch of. Uh, the guys in military police, and then another band. There was a, a pillbox, you know, a pillbox. Yes. You know, with a with a yeah. machine gun, and then another band, and you had a tank in the middle of the road. Oh my god! Yeah. So if you missile were lucky launch- enough to get past all of that missile launchers, the- yeah. Yeah. So what happens is when we actually were about to get out of Kurdistan after a night, we yeah. we slept up there, and they literally gave us anything we wanted. Right. And like as soon as we walked in, they started just. Unloading the cars and giving us bread and food and wow and yeah because to them you know the 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 the, the, the um, Islam says that your guest is more important than your more dad than yourself and, yeah so you need to um, yeah so you need to you know they literally would give you their food yeah um, wow I know so who held you up uh, the military police because at some point I mean we were um, behind schedule of fourteen days. Somewhere okay. where we weren't supposed to be. Yeah. Um, my car, because in the meantime, it broke down so many times that oh we, had to, we had to uh, saw a hole in front of it for it to take air in. So it didn't have a, uh, a registration plate. So all of a sudden, and I was separated from anybody else. I was just driving around the corner. And um, um, there was this bunch of people with Kalashnikovs. Mm-hmm. And uh, just imagine, in the middle of rural Turkey, yeah, a car with like blue stickers on it, and no, <laughs> yeah. you know, like a UFO yeah. with lights and yeah. crap. You know? So these guys, they just like, they they, they showed me, they, they told me to stop. They, they signed me to stop. And then this guy just got a Kalashnikov in my face and he told me to get off. So they, hold, they held us there for four or five hours because they were trying to get in touch with... Um, wow. Yeah, and, and it was super tense. Trying to get in touch with... with, with sorry, with, uh, with, um, with the government. Oh, wow. okay. And the government then with, um, with, uh, with the ambassadors. Okay. Um, and for five hours, we were held in a, in a little room. We couldn't speak at all because, of course, they don't speak English. Mm. We don't speak Turkey. Mm. We don't speak Turkish. So they don't know what we're going to say. And, they and we said, uh, it's, it's about, we, let's just shut up all the time. Because if they think that you're, you're being a, an insurrectionist, mm-hmm. then, you know, they can shoot you. Oh, my. Um, and then, but, but it was really weird because we had two guys with two massive, like, machine guns mm-hmm. just looking at us all the time. And then they gave us tea and biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> While they were still... <laughs> Holding us on the fire. You're still a human being, so therefore they will feed you accordingly and treating you with the same amount of respect as they would another person. That is fair enough. I was still pooping my pants. you ate that biscuit wrong, I'm telling you. (laughs) Drop a crumb. Absolutely. (laughs) Take him out. That is an experience on itself. Okay. Have you thought about writing a book in your memoirs? Hang on, hang on. Can we <laughs> no, no, no. I, want to, I know the story's coming, but I, I'm so fascinated because I think there is so much Jordan can tell us that I think all of this needs to be in a book. I, I, I agree with you, but at the moment, we want to find out what happened in the prison. 
So you're in the, in prison. the, not in the, you're in in the, the cell, room. in the holding room, with these guys with the guns, yeah, just and they've given you team absolute biscuits. silence. Yeah. Absolute silence. No one, no one speaks. We couldn't basically look at each other. Wow. Uh, we just sat around the table. You know, if I had to go to the toilet, this guy got me to the latrine. They had a, a hole uh-huh. in, the, in the floor. And then in the end, the, the, the call came in that we were cool. Mm-hmm. And then we were best friends. But, um, <laughs> oh, dang. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, uh, l- looking at a machine gun but you can from Im- the wrong you, side. You, is, yeah. You can imagine that those guys have seen it all. Yeah. And, you Not know, necessarily, though. Yeah, they, they probably had seen their friends being shot, you know, trusted people. Oh, yeah, and yeah. they turned out. So they're not taking any chances. So they've got four or five people that they can't communicate with. They don't know why they're there. They don't know what you're up to. You've mm. got a UFO that you're driving in the middle of nowhere for <laughs> God knows what reason. He's an interesting yeah. detail yeah. Of, about the UFO. Yeah. Somewhere around the middle of Iran, one of the, the bikers decided that he had enough. And he'd, right. he'd go straight home. He'd go straight home to spend Christmas with his kids. Okay. Fair enough. And he drove away with the car keys. <gasps> So basically, I've learned how to cross the wires. To the <laughs> you learn how to just, wire a car. Uh, awesome! And then, and then we had to. I we had made to, him come back. We we had, we had to punch. Wrong. We had to punch a hole in the in the door just so that we could lock it. <laughs> <laughs> see, this is what I'm talking about: adventures. Oh my. They, but you see, they, these are the so I as much as those are annoying at the time what fantastic stories they are Absolutely, to tell yes, you know are. like like when i look at my life in the last 10 years and look at what i've done previously i've got great stories about what i when i was traveling when i was doing all sorts of secret and um, stuff and mm-hmm. you know and then when i looked at where my life sort of stopped and it became i'm stuck in this country and i'm stuck in one job and you know, uh, uh, then it becomes very boring, and uh, you know, and it's only probably in the last years or so that my life started becoming. You know, since meeting you, my life has started to become a little bit more interesting. Are you attributing that to me? Oh my god, that is such great news! No, I no. love that. No, I, I give compliments when they're due. Um, is that because I'm crazy? Know, uh, I, yeah. Wow, <laughs> they was like no hesitation right there. Yeah, right? yeah, that was. Yep. Yeah. Well, <laughs> since I've done the radio, yeah. Um, since I'm now doing things that I enjoy doing, so yes. like the podcast, like the radio, my life is starting, I'm getting to meet Good. people, which is what I used to do. You know, I used to meet people from all over the world and we sit down and they tell these, these amazing stories. Um, I remember speaking to this young guy who was 16 year old lad and he had all his teeth file and it turned out he was a Russian refugee. And he was tortured by the KGB. Damn. Wow. And he was telling me all these, what he went through. And, and, and since then, I've met various other people. And now I work, not work, but I've worked with loads of different projects. So mm-hmm. I work with an organisation called Music in Detention that works with refugees that are in detention. I'm bringing music to them. And then I'm hearing their stories. And, you know, and now Funny, all of those... you, know, you know, I took music at uh, Cookhamwood prison. No, oh, did you? I did. Oh, right. I lasted five days. That was the scariest thing I've ever seen. My, the second scariest thing I've right. ever seen. My life. The first one is the, is the machine yes, gun. Yes, of course, the machine gun. I, I like that. Okay, it, it's just me because that's my, how my mind works. But when he said um, the first thing and then he pointed to you, <laughs> I, I, I was just about, yeah, I agree. Well, Seriously? The third, the third <laughs> scariest thing I've ever seen in my life, to be fair. I'm pretty, I think I'm pretty tame. No, of course you are. No, no, you are. Okay, so you see how you both agreed with that so quickly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm disturbed. I'm disturbed. <laughs> yeah. Just disturbed. But anyway, no, no, no. That was fascinating. I mean, oh my God. I think if I had the time, I could sit down and talk to you for hours just to hear about all your um, updates and all the stuff you've been through in the travel. Because I love traveling and traveling stories are always great, mm. especially when it's from countries that I've never been. And I want to explore more, but yes. Although I, think although I have to, I have to confess something. What I'm, is that? which is this is something to do with me. This whole not. story was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> You've been punked. <laughs> no, you. I, I I swear I have loads of interesting stories as much you know, just as interesting as this one. 
But um, I don't remember. I never remember. You will have to take them out of, of me. Right, okay. You have to inquire. Because for some, for some reason, I, 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 probably it's fear. I don't know. I fear nostalgia. Mm -hmm. I oh, really? I, th I think nostalgia is the most powerful drug on earth. And oh uh, it's very, it's very dangerous. Makes you live in the past, and it's the the root of malignant conservatism. Okay, now you see that's interesting. That's a whole different conversation. That is something I think we should explore a little bit more because I love nostalgia. I live for memories, but not something that will overtake and dominate my day to day presence. Which is fair enough. Yeah. So for me, photography, um, um, photographs, I take a lot of. If somebody asked me, I think one of my friends recently, she said to me, can you remember what you were doing and stuff? And I said, first of all, let me check what I was eating. And whatever restaurant I'm in, I know exactly what oh, I was right. doing that day. And that's because I go through my phone yeah. and I'm like, yeah, I was here. Oh, yeah, I was doing this. And she, she thought it was amazing. But for me, images is everything because I rely on those for my memories. And because of that, so that's a very, I think that's the next conversation. That's a show. Well, then, 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 then you're a functional nostalgic. Yes, I am. I am very much. I have to be in this current some, day. Some age. people are not functional. Some people yeah, think nostalgia is, you know, it's, um, it's an unfair way of measuring yourself in the present, in my right. opinion. Mm. I, okay. I get where you're coming from on that. Yeah. I think if you, if you continue compared to how things used to be. Yeah. Rather than how things are now, you can, you forget because your memory only picks up the the good things that you want to remember mm -hmm. and don't remember all the lead up to that particular situation so you can then end up tricking yourself into believing oh it was so much easier or better than yeah and, uh, and, than it is now and especially now because everything is flowing so fast i i am a music maker right i grew up in a music business system that was completely different from from what it is now. yeah a lot of my colleagues the, the, who can make beautiful music cannot put it out there because they still hope it goes back to the mid 80s. Ah, yeah. And uh, a lot of people in the pandemic situation, a lot of people who are really suffering are the people who cannot come to terms with the new normal. Mm. Mm. Still think they or, or just don't move with the times. Or, Correct. Or they're not. And, and, and I don't think it's unfair, though, because no, some, some, some people can be in a situation and go, right, okay, how am I going to make this work? Mm. And not everyone has that mindset to be go say, oh, you see, there, there are people who are leaders, so they are able to lead, they are able to create things and make things happen. And then there are people who are followers and they need the leaders mm -hmm. to be able to follow us. And when you take that separation, they either rise up and become leaders themselves yeah. or they digress and they just um, don't know what to do with themselves. So, uh, and I think it's just human nature. It's just. And, it like, and now I think about it, and because you said that about um, your phone, we are people who store information all the time. Yes. We have a reference of 10 years ago, 15 years ago. You look at yourself, you're thin, mm -hmm. or you got hair, you know, mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, those were the days. Mm -hmm. And when you live in that haze, then you forget to progress. Mm -hmm. Some people get caught in that mm. I don't want to get because I know I could mm. and nostalgia I think is the most powerful drug on earth more than anything else um, oh, so, and crack uh, yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah. that and yeah. <laughs> so that's easier. some people fear the past and stop them from progressing to the future some people live in the past yeah what about oh. the people who fear the future of what's coming there are some people out there that mm. fears where they think this world is going where we're going what human humanity is taking us mm. to you know and i think it's a very hard balance it is a very hard balance and i think every individual is i think my husband and i were talking about something about a person's reality is very different to someone else's so how i may view something is very different to how you may view i don't like the idea that we're having a new norm because I believe the normal thing that we've been used to was never anything. It wasn't something to listen to or hold on to. So therefore, I try not to use that term. But you know what? I think it's been interesting um, having a different point of view. It's always good. And someone to bounce off than this crazy person that I have to deal with all the time. <laughs> so yes, it was great, Jordan. It was great, yeah. Jordan. Absolutely great. To Thanks have for having today. me. It was awesome. wonderful. No, I uh, love well, your point uh, we of definitely view. go bring Jordan back because then I think so just too. come in for chit chat. But. Here's the thing. You oh. still didn't get to the end of the story. No, no, there's because there's part two. Come on now. You've got to give them something to hold on to and something to work towards for them to get excited about. No, no, no. 
there's a deliberation why I stopped that. This is the cliffhanger. Exactly. You know there's a... We got to wait for the next time. We just need to remind him where he was in the story. And we're good. Work with me. Just, 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 just nod and she say good. yes. I <laughs> want to know now. <laughs> because it's like, it's like watching no. a movie. Exactly. And you get to the best bit and then you go, you know what, I'm going to stop it here and I'll watch it later. No, no you, you carry on. You, you want to find out where it leads. Because you have the choice at that point to stop. This is not a choice no, you have. See, the reason why, because then the story becomes a, a story of the past, and he fears the past, and we don't no, want to go no, back no, to the no, past. No, although no, although he, he's a little carrot for you. How about, because what happened in, the, in, this, in, in this travel is that uh, the car broke down, and yeah. then because of this person, of this, it was, it was my age, more or less. Mm-hmm. He's my age, more or less. Um, <laughs> we got back. Uh, you know, on the road. And um, last month he found me on, on Instagram and we reconnected. Oh, see, that is amazing. So how about we get this guy on the show as well? Yeah. That'll be interesting. You just, that means you just, you see, he doesn't like that because he's going to have to wait, right? But that's okay. Yeah, but that's the carrot. That's okay. That's the carrot. Yes, Jordan, you got me on that one. I think it's a great idea. Well, we're going to have Jordan back on because oh, clearly we can't leave it like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought you liked me. <laughs> I mean, you made me coffee. Exactly. There you go. I, I'm not sure how that works. But anyway. We've well, I'm telling the... you how that works. I'm telling you what, oh. that, that is the Benjamin Franklin principle. You know, Benjamin Franklin, he was many things, but he also was a behaviorist. And he said, if you want someone to like you, you got to get them to do something nice for you. Because then they have... They have a uh, what's it called a, a cognitive dissonance. They wouldn't do something for you if they didn't like. If they you. didn't like you, that is very true. I don't believe that. I, 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 it's I, absolutely true. I, if I wanted my enemies to feel like they have a certain one up on me, then I would make them feel as comfortable as possible. But that's not the question here. The question is, if you want somebody to like you, not your enemies. Yeah. If you want somebody I would to, get them like to like you, me, so that I know I can manipulate them. Uh, there right. you go. That, that's a different point. But that is a different point. <laughs> Look at exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> May I point out at this point, Russ is doing air quotes or whatever he's doing with his fingers. I'm fingering the no, air. He's doing yeah, that. Don't use that terminology. That is just not good. He's doing the the. the um... <laughs> He's doing the, 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 the bad guys in the 30s kind of like hand thing. Anyway, we've come to the end of the show. Let's yes. say goodbye because I've been trying to yeah, end this. You, you know, you're, you're, the one that, you're the one that bought a time Because thing I needed to keep to our levels down Stick together. to time and then it ends and then I'm like trying to end the show and you're like, oh no, let's talk about Benjamin Franklin. Yes, <laughs> Benjamin Franklin is good. It's good, it's good. Let's now, Jordan, it's been great having you on it the show. It's been wonderful. We'll have, have you back. We we'll definitely please, have you I would back. Love that. You've been listening to Not Missy Elliot. I am not Missy Elliot. I'm, I'm definitely not Missy Elliot. And until the next time, people, I am not Missy Elliot. And don't forget, do something to make someone smile.